when did you fall in love with like women in hip hop? that you just heard was Wash and Set by LaKaylee47. And here's my thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. For real, for real, it's good. I uh-huh. like the song, but I feel like every time I'm listening to LaKaylee47, my only thought is like, why is she not a bigger deal in like the, the ballroom culture? You know, like, why oh, are yeah. people like not listening mm-hmm. to more LaKaylee 47, doing more voguing and like competitions to LaKaylee 47. And it, it just like bothers me a little bit about that. Hmm. No, I, I agree because that. if you look at her first two projects, um, I think it's like Manicure and I forgot what the other one is, but they're, they're very like house beats, very much giving ballroom. And- yeah, I was like, it's giving oomphs, oomphs. <laughs> But like, yeah, I don't, I don't really hear about her a lot within the ballroom scene. So I'm wondering if like, cause I think she's from New York. So I'm wondering if her sound more so matches up with like, maybe like a Jersey club or mm. like a Baltimore club or something like that. Maybe yeah. those areas are where she probably is a little bit bigger, but yeah, I agree. It. I don't know. I feel like it's very ballroom. Like this doesn't give Jersey club to me. Mm-hmm. Do you get Jersey Club from this song? Not this oh. song in particular, but I'm just like thinking about like her her entire projects. Mm-hmm. It could okay. some of them could sway in there, so I don't know. But I do agree. Like I'm actually surprised. Like when people talk about house and women, well, we'll probably talk about that later. But house and like women um, hip hop, they always go to Azalea Banks first. They don't. Um, yeah, yeah. Talk they about go to Azalea first. Banks. No, actually, since we went there, <laughs> bitch. Okay, but before we do that, how is everybody doing? Welcome back to another episode of Where My Girls At. It's been a minute, but we are back. Um, June was really rough. It was just a lot going yeah, on. It was lots going on. <laughs> there was so much going on, and like we just mm-hmm. did not have time to record another episode. We had two, so you know that was. But good. even 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 that the break was good. Even that was rough. Okay, like being having to do that was like it was a lot. <laughs> We're here. We're here. <laughs> We're here. We're here for the summertime. We're yeah, the activated. start of the summer is always rough because you're trying to get into the swing of it, mm-hmm. and then like kind of once you get into it, summer's kind of over. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, that's but, the worst you know, part. <laughs> I'm excited to be back. I'm in my new home now, so I'm happy hey. to finally be moved in and settled. So it's starting to become a home now. But she's a homeowner, bitch, right? You know, just like managing stuff and bills and whatnot. It's not fun, but decorating has been fun. I love that. Yeah, I'm gonna get it. I'll have to show you all when it's done. But um, I got a Tina Snow custom album. Uh, track list that's going to be hanging in my room. So that's so cute. cute. Yeah, we it's have to see really that. Cute. We have to see it's that. Really cute. <laughs> what are you all been on? Um, nothing much for me. I just came back from uh Cabo, and so Ooh. like my skin has been <laughs> nothing much. I just came back from a fucking vacation. Show me travels. Show me travels. Show me charm travels on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my skin has been a hot mess because it's been peeling like crazy. Oh, okay. so I'm like oh my god like what the fuck but i was like you got a nice tan going on i do thank you you yeah. do it's cute i love I tanning a, i wrote a mechanical bowl last night yes oh, how I did that go it actually went really well i was super surprised you did it at the bar yes um, i want to do that you never did like, it at um it was a bar in san diego brie that uh, had oh, really? a mechanical bowl yeah no, I've never done it. That's like on my list of things to you do. You are from Texas, honey. How are you? Ain't I know. Me? I know. And that's like what makes it even more disappointing. I'm very disappointed. I am. Um, <laughs> me? Besides that, I haven't been up to anything. But child, the girls have been up to a lot. Mm-hmm. And we just have to start. <laughs> I don't want to talk about her. 
but we can't not talk about Azealia Banks being a goddamn <laughs> dummy. Like, has this bitch ever not been a fucking dummy? I know she's right twice a year. Twice a year. Here's every the thing. other day in between. Every other day in between, this bitch is wrong as wrong can be. I don't know. I, well, which part do you think that she's wrong on? Yeah, I was like, what part? What was the point of all this? Okay, that's also fair. What was the point of all of it? So for everyone who's probably like, what are they talking about? Um, well, apparently House is back. I wouldn't necessarily say House went anywhere, but House it's is It's definitely the theme of the summer. I thought it was going to be drill. It's instance. That's crazy. And you know, I, I, I feel like it's because of Beyonce. You know? You think so? Yes. Who else would it be because of? Why right? House is... Well, he only dropped that whole album early because Beyonce was like, they were there were whispers of the house album coming. Mm. I, I so think Drake knew. I think her. Drake knew that that album. Was, of course I mean, he knew, and I don't think it's like a, I don't. I don't think he knew like in the way of like oh he thought. I think somebody literally told him. Beyonce yeah, dropped the house him. album. Somebody literally dropped it told out him. of nowhere, and then like, and that's it. it's because of Beyonce that he did that. And like the mm. the idea of surprise albums are not dead, but like. I mean, they are kind of dead because who the hell but cares about done. a surprise? I like if, a surprise if, album. If, if even Beyonce's doing a traditional rollout, yeah. it's done. It's done. I also think there's no one worth having a surprise album for. Like, when surprise albums were a thing, like, it was worth hearing a surprise album. Like, an album mm-hmm. for them. Or, like, you were like, oh, my God, this person's really about to drop. Like, I'm super anticipated for this person. Yeah. I don't think there's artists out here now, especially because everyone drops music like this. It's so That's fast. That's true. So, like, true. the idea of a surprise album is just kind of like, it's, it, it's dead. I'll say it's dead, whatever. Mm. Um, But, yeah, House is apparently the thing now for the summer. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people did thought it was real. I thought it was going to be, like, more calm music or, like, mellow. Like R&B? Not R&B, never, but, like. I never thought that. Mellow, like, vacation-type rap. So okay. I don't really like, Yeah. Someone probably like a, Island vibes. Yeah, like a island vibes. I that's what I thought was gonna be it, but hell, we be wrong sometimes too. But <laughs> <laughs> House is back and Beyonce dropped the house track, uh Drake dropped a house album, and Azalea mm-hmm. Banks had a lot to say about it. Of course she did. <laughs> Of course she fucking did. So here's the thing. I don't think she's wrong about the fact that, like, once a bigger artist um, comes in and, like, does a genre, then, like, their contributions or, like, I'll quote, I'll put an air quote on contributions to that genre gets overshadowed by the bigger sure. artists. Because if we if we thinking back back when um, Drake was being an island boy, uh, mm-hmm. a lot of actual Caribbean artists kind of fell on the back burner <laughs> mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. in the public eye i'll say that in the public they eye. fell on the back burner but also like so many of them were able to benefit from that also true right. as well um so it's it's, it's like a give and take type of thing mm-hmm. like you may not necessarily be for sure the face of it even though like you have been doing this forever mm-hmm. but like you also can give a little bit. So I don't think she was wrong about that, but she goes on this whole rant about like people doing house and all this other stuff. Yada yada yada. It was it was just long. It was a lot. It was <laughs> I don't know. Like she does this every time though when like if someone comes out with a house track or something similar to her. Like yeah. when Dochi uh came out with crazy and um persuasive and people were like doing the comparison. Mm-hmm. She just goes on a rant and I'm just like Girl, like, let's say something intelligent or like worthwhile, <laughs> or say nothing. Yes, that's say also nothing. another thing. Like, let's say nothing. And of course, people were gonna bring up, especially once Drake dropped, they were gonna bring her up because they're both hip hop artists. Sure, and they do well. He did a house. She does house. But like, there's other artists. There's other, especially women who do house. I'll call it house hop. Um, so, it's <laughs> so like a like Katie Forty Seven, a TT the artist. Um, mm-hmm. What's her name? Ko- Kawasi Cookie? Kaw- I don't know. Do not know how to pronounce it, but I know exactly the, the, what you're You know, about. if I back it up. It, oh, I yes, think yes, it's, yes, yes. I forgot. But like, there's, there's, like, we don't have to always tap into Azalea Banks. Like, there's a lot of other options. House. And she could say that, but she right. refuses to do that. She wants to be a simple, dummy-ass bitch. And that's all she's like, what's the purpose of everything she had to say about Beyonce? 
Tell me, explain what you think. Where she like the rant? Where was it going? It was going nowhere. <laughs> it was literally going nowhere. It was just like, okay, another day in Azalea's life of being Azalea. I mean, delusional. I really want to root for her. Like I, it's I hard mean, to root for her. Yeah, I want yeah. the best, but it's also like, girl. Yeah, at like what cost? And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying like girl just because like Beyonce. I think it's just like every time she does it, it's just no in like, general. Like with the shit with Dochi, I said, I said, oh my god, I can't believe they're gonna collab. Somehow Azealia's gonna fuck this up. Not twelve hours later, <laughs> not twelve hours later, she was on Instagram talking shit about Dochi, and it was and no Dochi reason. Was like, and Dochi was like, "What the fuck did I do in twelve hours?" <laughs> <sighs> but come to find yeah. out apparently Beyonce did listen to Azalea Banks early work when she was uh, coming up with this album so of course it makes sense I'm Azalea saying... made really good house music in 2012 <laughs> so god bless yeah. I guess that's all I could say <laughs> right right we'll just keep that in our in our pocket keep that too. in our thoughts and prayers I really thought that we were I don't have thoughts and prayers oh. for the bitch she needs medication I thought this year we wouldn't have a um, where's your publicist category, but I think. Oh, she's definitely in the running. I think we might. Azalea have to is back. different. She needs medical <laughs> attention. There's no, there's no. Where's your publicist? <laughs> well, let me see. There's other stuff that we have on here as well. Uh, speaking of Doshi, there's the double XL freshman cover that came out. Mm-hmm. So we have a couple of the girls on there: Ken, the man, Doshi, Callie. Um, do, do you all have a chance to look at their, um, what is it, like, intro freestyles? I don't think yes. Callie's dropped yet. I think only... Yes, Callie's no, has it. did. It did? I did. I heard it. Oh. oh. I saw Ken the Man's and Dochi's. I was going to say, I saw um, Ken and Dochi's. Dochi's Callie's was... dropped. I heard it today. Oh, okay. Oh, it just came today. today. Um, Dochi's was fire. I think she was the best one. I listened to all of them. I think Dochi's was the best out of all of them. And listen, didn't she win this year? Our or what, who won this year for our uh 2022 Rising Star Award? Who won that? You remember? I don't actually recall. Um, was it Doji? I don't know. I don't think it I was. Know. I don't think it I don't was. think it was. She was on the nominations list. All of them sure. were on the nomination list. Every single all of them were on the nominations list, which once again just goes to tell me we we got it. We got our finger on the pulse. <laughs> on the fucking. Oh, I just got blue on my head. <laughs> Um, but what else do we have here? Um, Wait, do y'all agree with the list? I guess, let's go there. Do y'all? Th- I never agree with the list, but Santana, Dochi, Callie, like yes, yes. Yeah. Can the man? Yes. Finally, mm-hmm. yes. Can the man is getting like what the respect that I think she deserves? Although I did not like her intro freestyle, so I'm excited to see what she brings to the actual freestyles. Mm-hmm. I Me want too. the double XL to get over the hump of just only having three girls, that seems to just be their max. Yeah, they're like, we have to meet this quota. Fill a quota, fill a quota, right. fill a quota. quota. <laughs> Diversity quota. Diversity right. quota, yeah. Like, because there, there's so many other girls who could have, like, to me, outshined the boys that are on this mm-hmm. list. So mm-hmm. let's... Like who? Should we do our double XL freshman or our Where My Girls Are freshman list? Because we didn't do it this year. We didn't. Should we save that for a later topic? Because I don't let's have a true list that, yet. Yeah. I'm going to say. Let's save it. Let's save yeah, it. Yeah, let's, let's do that. It. Let's do that. Let's do that later. All right, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> um, But, okay, speaking of, like, nominations, though, and winning, we had the BT Awards that happened last weekend, and some folks took home uh, some awards. So Lotto won Best New Artist, which she deserves, I think. Who else was in that category again? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I don't know. But she's been doing her tell you and don't give a fuck because she deserved it. Like deserved that it. bitch, you know, and I said, this is her year. It really I is. That, you definitely did. I said, that. this is her year. And she has only, since I said that, proved me right. This mm-hmm. performance she put on, I said, oh, this bitch is like, she's charged up. Mm-hmm. She's charged up. She's ready to go. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. She's been having a good year so far and like all her touring and then mm-hmm. like her performances have been getting better. Ever since she changed her name, like say, it's been the, nothing once but the pros. Name change, it was 
It was over. <laughs> the name was holding her back. <laughs> he tried to tell her early on, baby, you can't be a star and be mulatto. Like, you, be mulatto. you can't. <laughs> and as soon as she changed the name, now she's performing on late night television shows mm-hmm. at the BET Awards. She's mm-hmm. going on tour with Lizzo. Like, it really was what was holding her back because the talent, the talent was, was always there. And always it was there. always going to improve, too. It was always going to mm-hmm. grow. It was always going to get better. Mm-hmm. Having a stupid name like that is really—it can really make or break you. Like, you're and you know, I think, and you know, I think, mm-hmm. I think that's what's holding light skin Keisha back. I mean, oh, I think yeah. there are several. I think there are several things holding light skin Keisha back, but I do think that's the biggest barrier mm-hmm. for her not being able to cross over into mainstream. I agree. Because ain't agree. nobody about to announce no light skin Keisha the same Keisha, way nobody's about to announce you, Mulatto. Can you imagine on Jimmy Fallon? Here to perform her brand new single, Pop My Shit, Light Skin Keisha. <laughs> like, girl, come on. You gotta be serious at some point. Right, right. No, no. but I did love the performance. I loved how emotional she felt um, winning that award. Mm-hmm. As much as BT somewhat works my nerves, I do I do recognize that BT is some uh, some artists like their first actual award mm-hmm. until they start, you know, like it's their first award before they start getting to like billboards, Grammys and stuff like that. Sure. And it really shows how I hate to say it, how much like BT is somewhat important to the culture, quote unquote. I'll put quotations yeah. around that one. Yeah. Um it's like we can't get them too much, but we can't give them nothing. Yeah, that's no, what it is. Exactly. That's exactly it has a legacy. What it, is. Yeah. it has a legacy. <laughs> it has a legacy and like especially for the people who like grew up on it, it's like I think you're right. It's kind of like, it's almost like a stepping stone in terms of like, um, you know, like winning awards in a way. Yeah, but also like, I will say, in general, overall, I'm very disappointed that like, the BET Awards was damn near, um, I'm I'm very confused how Silk Sonic won big at the BET Awards (laughs) when it's the BET Awards. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Black. They I, don't, get that part. I don't know i think it should be nbt non-black entertainment because <laughs> how it should how? be bipoc entertainment <laughs> yeah that's what it's giving that's and then BIPOC. like 20 minutes and we're getting uh, um jack harlow performances and i'm just like well, you know that brandy has no bt awards i know like, not one really mm-hmm. brandy does not have one bt award but they're doing lip service by allowing her to perform with Jack Harlow but my thing is like what the fuck is the point of that what what do you think you're doing and what is Jack I'm Harlow I'm actually surprised that she doing? hasn't gotten like a lifetime achievement award yeah I was about to say she doesn't have like a lifetime achievement award Randy's been in the game forever forever and ever and no she does not have a lifetime achievement award she doesn't have anything Come on. For BT, yet she showed up to perform on their awards. And I'm um, okay. I have a. This is a. This ain't got nothing to do with the girls. Didn't we get a a Diddy bad boy performance like recently? Why did we need this one again? It was last year, wasn't it? That's what I thought. And he was like, I was watching the Carisha Please thing. He's like, I haven't performed in a while. I was like, I thought you did something not too. It long was like ago. recently. You were here like a year ago. I said, do we have to honor him every year? That's what I'm like. So was it really purposeful? For that money? <laughs> <laughs> I, think it's, it, I think that's why. So he got to pay the people that money he owed him. That's why we got to do this bad boy tribute every year. And that performance <laughs> was terrible. Terrible. I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. I saw the recaps. Terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. That was All I know is he good. brought out Shine, and Shine is still fine as fuck. Still fine. That man looks so good. Mm. Fine as fuck. And it's crazy. Like, he went to jail for that nigga. And and what and what good did it do? Look at him now, still a damn clown. Mm-hmm. And the speech was terrible. Like, I'm I'm maybe this may be a topic as well, even though it's not related to the girls. I'm really sick of sick of men in the rap space feeling like messiahs, mm-hmm. somewhat. But I think that's probably another topic for another day because that this yeah, is Kanye West, Kanye West Kendrick, this that? one, Diddy, like they. J. Cole, all of them are a little it's it's getting real weird. But um it's getting real weird. Dochi also performed at the BT Awards. Right, right. Oh, but Dochi ate and left no baby fucking crumbs. She went up there and did everything she needed to do. She said, I'm here. 
I'm not coming up. I'm here. I think that's another one who's now. having a really good year. And I honestly mm-hmm. see her, well, we just talked about her on the Double XL cover, um, see her being in our uh, best uh, artist category. Like, mm-hmm. And that's so good to see them. Oh, like, that's interesting. I love that yeah. you said that. I don't I think so. I think it's good to see the girls like elevate from rising star and like best newcomer to like cuz to me though that category is like you know the start and then once you start getting into like the yeah best hip hop artists or stuff like that and start getting into like the best album stuff like that like you can really see the growth and I'm I'm banking on her and and Lotto being in that category for our uh our like best artist category for, for this sure. year. For sure. Yeah. So I'm excited. Uh, I'm I'm happy to see more girls actually having a good year. <laughs> and then yeah. Megan won a best uh, female hip hop artist. And, and that's like what the second year in a row she's won that. Yeah, I think so. she wasn't even there because she's on a world mother a world tour. tour. Bitch. She's on a world. Listen, we have to talk about that video. How does that? Oh, 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 oh! It was ribs. Falling oh! off the bone. It was falling oh! off the bone. It was falling oh off the bone. Not ribs falling off the bone. She was chunking it. She was chunking it. She was chunking it. She wasn't throwing it. She was chunking it. And I didn't even know that like booties could move like that. And I was just so I don't know. I, I didn't even have the one. Pro- I'm just thoroughly impressed, and I'm just hoping Party is keeping up with her. I'm sure she he is because he wouldn't be around if she wasn't. Or if he wasn't. Yeah, I'm a jealous bitch. I'll say it. A lot of people don't say that they're <laughs> haters, but I'll say it. I'm a hater. Um, <laughs> I am. I am who I am. It is what it is. I, I will acknowledge my feelings, okay? And my feelings were, what the fuck? Why don't my shit do that? I was like, I don't even know where to begin to, like, practice. I don't either. I don't even know where to begin to get an ass like that. Like, homegrown. Homegrown. No, I look at my uh, parents like, what the fuck is wrong with my DNA? <laughs> nah she was doing that she was doing that um but i'm trying to see what else is on here that we want to mention um Did oh, you Nicki watch, Minaj. oh yeah i was gonna oh. talk about Nicki minaj's uh new rap snack chips i'm buying them bitches i don't care <laughs> i think i'm gonna buy them too i think so too i think they could be fired what type of barbecue do you think is gonna be though like what type of barbecue do you like i like the sweet barbecue yes i like a sweet barbecue yeah, that's my my go to. But I think I think I saw the uh, the packaging of it. It was gonna have like it was like barbecue truffle or something like that. Like Ooh. it was gonna be something. It was barbecue with a twist. So I don't know. It should be interesting. I know. I I am more of a sweet barbecue girl. I don't like a tangy barbecue. Like that's not really my mm-hmm. thing. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm definitely getting some of these i just ordered some from this girl um, from chicago like <laughs> apparently she has like the rap snack plug That's <laughs> um, so uh i will definitely post on the instagram or or twitter when i get them because please if these bitches is good like i'm eating them i'm eating them. <laughs> yo honestly master p has done such a good job of like the, his like whole snack brand yeah um, with the artist i'm like this is genius did you see um i don't know if it was real but Wingstop was like uh barbie wings no i did not see that what i don't know if it was real but someone had like posted a tweet of like Wingstop being like we about to get some barbie wings <laughs> barbie wings barbie teens <laughs> that's the flavor <laughs> yeah i'm yeah. screaming um uh, let me see but did you get a chance to watch the trailer for uh sanale Thin's new movie no oh, oh actually yes yes i did it looked actually really good i want to watch it i do too i found I, I love that we're in this uh era of like having hip-hop stories that are so very much like woman focused and like mm-hmm. putting women in the center of the story i mean that is the whole purpose of this podcast as well as other platforms so mm-hmm. i'm really excited to see this i think this is gonna be on paramount i don't have paramount. yeah i do not have paramount but if somebody wants to share a password okay we'll do a, um we'll do a tweet party <laughs> a, a tweet, tweet party a, t- a tweet live party whatever oh it's like live tweeting yeah, yeah. 
Um, but for those who don't know, it's about a girl in battle rap. Mm-hmm. And so, like, she's finding her way Just through fighting that. her way. And yeah, Method Man's in it, right? So I know the girls love Method, Method Man. Man. Yeah, so that's a, also a reason to view. But yeah, it looks good. Right, I'm excited for that one. And then we have that coming out with um, then rap uh, rap shit coming out. Um, rap shit. Uh, it's just a the, lot. The College Hill reboot. Did you see the preview for that? I did. It looks so stupid. It makes absolutely no fucking sense. I was like, what's the, I was like, I don't get it. Like, I, I really don't. Like, are we trying to teach these people, like, how to act? Like, I saw the one that was, like, featuring Stacy Dash. Yeah, she's and, on it. And, like, she was getting carried out in an ambulance, but she looked okay. Like, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. This was the most random cast ever like i don't know where they pulled these people from like yeah i'll be honest in saying i never really liked college hill whoa i never watched it take hot take yeah i never watched it it wasn't my cup of tea so i'm assuming you won't be watching this reboot with dream doll no i will not i don't see the point either these niggas is old as fuck they are old yeah i agree Um, i'm dead and then yeah. our last topic, well, it's not really a topic, but I guess like somewhat on the subject of like house pop dance music, mm-hmm. Lotto, Steph Landon, and Coyle Ray are going to be on Calvin Harris' new newest album. I forgot what the name of it. It's going to hit. It's like funk, bounce, yeah, wave, all uh-huh. I think it's going to be good, too. I think it's, it's going to be good, too. It's going to fucking hit. It's going to hit so fucking hard. Right. So yeah. If I'm, people so, don't, I'm so proud of If people don't know... um. Some good songs that have come from like that funk bounce wave album is the um, what's that Frank Ocean song? Is that Feels uh, slide, slide Slide and then Feels with Katy Perry and was it Offset? It was some rapper on that song, right? Hmm. Not that I can or Future. I can't remember. I don't know. And it was Amigo songs that came Amigo song that came uh from that as well. It's mm-hmm. very summery. Like every time yeah, you very summery. one of those projects, it's very summer and. Yeah, I'm excited to see what the girls bring to this. I'm very interested to see what type of beat he gives Steph, especially mm. because she is coming from a... Uh, oh, I don't want him to try nothing wild. Doesn't matter. Please, she's coming I'm from a Caribbean background, so I'm wondering if he's going to try to stick to that. Um, we've seen Lotto on a pop song with uh, Big Energy, and we saw how that went, so it will probably... Yeah, I think it'll go well. I'm going to say it'll probably go well for her. I am very interested what Coyle Ray is going to do. Mm. Yeah. Because Coyle I... Ray gets on funky beats to, in general, like just for her own songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering what uh, Calvin Harris is producing for her or has produced for her. So I'm excited mm-hmm. to see what this ensemble comes up with. Or if they're, like, if they're on a song together if it's like separate songs i'm excited to see like who matches up i kind of like calvin harris albums a little bit more than like a dj Khaled album mm. i think that might be controversial <laughs> uh i don't think that's too controversial I, but i also think they're different sounds as well they, they so, are yeah. they very much are that is true but i don't i don't know i don't really care for the uh and stuff let's talk about new music though yeah i was about to say i want to slide into the new music okay what were your initial um, thoughts on Cardi B's hot shit song? I'm just underwhelmed. That's all yes. you got? You hyped this up, and this is all you got? This sounds like every mm-hmm. other thing I've heard from her. Okay, but like, like, can yes. we also be real that it sounds like Up? Did, does anybody else think it sounds yes. like Up? Yes, it yes. sounded like yes. Up. It sounded just like mm-hmm. Up. Like, yeah, I couldn't I agree. help but listen to it and be like, why the fuck I could do the lyrics to Up to this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes no, sense that you hyped it up trash. because Kanye's on it and Dirk is on it, and Kanye's, Kanye's like versus a trash. and Dirk is like Kanye's up versus coming. trash, and Dirk's verse was better than anything Cardi said on the song. I was really disappointed in her when I heard this. I was also disappointed in the City Girls, like Usher, fine as fuck, always gonna. Be. <laughs> um, this song, meh. You know, like I was like, okay, yeah, I like this song. I it's cute, it was right. but I it's it was not. Right. Uh-huh. It's cute. It was alright. I will it's say, cute. I will say, what did carry the song is Usher singing on it, and I think that's so that's so interesting coming off the art episode about um, 
hip hop and R and B, but it really does mm-hmm. show like how a song can really switch or like become a little bit better when you have a singer mm-hmm. actually singing the chorus. A singer, <laughs> a singer singing the chorus. Um, now what yeah, a fucking Miami's, concept. Miami's verses, okay. Um, JT's obviously was the best. Verse I mean, on JT's there. was really good. It was good, but it was also kind of like it's, it's, on, it's only so much like Jake JT can do to carry a song. It's not like it's not like JT is like mm-hmm. a carrier, if that makes sense. Yeah, like mm. she's improving and like she's getting better. Like we we see that happening, but it's mm-hmm. it's not like JT can carry a song. Like it's, it just is what it is. Yeah, um, but I will say I did like that one more than I like um, Hot Shit. I probably have to go back and revisit both songs again and then like maybe mm-hmm. I'll have like different opinions but I definitely see myself like if they play uh, Good Loving in, like in the club or at a bar like I, I'm gonna dance to it. Uh-huh. I mean I'll dance to it. I'm, I'm gonna do my to. thing. Yeah. I'm gonna do my thing you know. I freak it. Like come on. That's the song um, we're singing. Right. <laughs> But I did like Flo Millie's Conceited song. Duh. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> Duh. It was everything I knew it was going to fucking be. I like the, uh, the teaser video that they had. I just want more push. Mm-hmm. So that's- She's at Wireless today. She's literally performing at Wireless. I'm talking about when a single drop, she doesn't get a good, a good enough push when she drops a song. That's mm. true. Like, push would be like, like marketing. Sell. Like, marketing. It's, it's not... Yeah. The energy isn't matching. Like the songs be good, but the marketing energy isn't matching. For her to be signed, like she's signed to a label, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, I believe so. It's not really matching. So I want a bigger push from her. Um, uh, what did you all think of Young Devin's song? I'm excited to start seeing her putting out more music. Yeah, I've been seeing a little bit of her more. Um, and I really did like this one. She did drop a project as well. I didn't listen of the whole project but i like mm. this decision song it was it was good yeah it was cool um i think it's she's gonna be definitely one to watch i think in the future and she's so young she's like maybe 19 so like she has a lot of she has time to grow. a lot of time she has time to grow in the game um now i will say this des dior song it it kind of made me want to look like look at her a little bit more because her other songs they've been like okay you know, mm-hmm. they just kind of, it, it's definitely been given like Instagram girl who wants to rap. But this, <laughs> this one, Rich and Raw, like, I, I was fucking with this one. I was going to make this my um music You're rec, right. but then I have another song for my music rec. So I was like, we're just going to put this one. I don't one think I heard this one. I'll have to go back and listen to that. But did you listen to the, did you all listen to the Era Bank, Erica Banks project and Lakia? No, I haven't listened to it. the only project that I recently listened to was the Katie's Forty Sevens project. Um, mm-hmm. Damn, Erica Banks' project was actually kind of long, um, really? and they Weird. and I feel like it's and I feel like it's the same as like with Ken the Man. We were saying how like I think she has something there, but like her choruses, like her hooks, are not strong enough to like stick. So I got maybe like one or two songs out of it, but it was nothing like. I don't know. That's gonna be a while, around for a while, I think. Um, and then Lakia's was only like four songs, um, and there's gonna be a part two. So Lakia is very uh, good for dropping a short project. <laughs> yeah, she is very good for dropping a snippet. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here you go, here you go. This is just a little little taste. Yeah, she uh, is very good for that. But yeah, I didn't listen to those. I listened to Lakaylee Forty Seven's project, and hold on, let me get the name of it. I definitely forgot but it, it was a part of her like oh shape up so it was part of her little like three series with acrylic wash and set and then mm-hmm. shape up was the last one I really like this mm-hmm. one it's different than the other ones um acrylic and wash and set they do kind of give you more of a house vibes um mm-hmm. yeah stuff like that this one was a little bit more on the hip hop end and I really liked it I like Look at 47 in general so mm-hmm. this was just another good good project I like this little trifecta that she got so I think I'm gonna go back and listen to all three of them and mm-hmm. kind of just like compare them and stuff like yeah. that cool have you Love listened to that. any music uh, Mariah any songs no 
I'm gonna be honest. No. It'd be like that, no, but like to be very honest, it really do be like that. And music through cycles. Music drops so fast and we've talked about this before. Like you do really gotta take it in slow and like really allow things to sit and marinate and like Totally. Yeah, so I don't blame you. Yeah, no, I've just been really busy with work. So I listen to the 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 releases that I'm excited about, but honestly I have not sat down and listened to a whole project since I think Kendrick's album dropped. I listened mm. to the Drake project, like, skipping through, trying to find the ones that I really like. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't even sit and listen to it. So, I'm going to say, no, I have not. <laughs> no, That's I have fair. not. It'd be like that. <laughs> you got, you have to be in a space to listen to new music, especially a project. For sure. Um, do you all want to move into our main topic for today? Yes, let's talk about it. So, this was my idea, because our whole theme this month for Textured Air um, and always, as always, make sure you go check out our website. Make sure you listen to our other podcast. Does it hold up? And, you know, check out all of our content. Follow us on social media, all the good stuff. Like, we make a lot of great content other than this podcast. And so if you only listen to this, you're really not getting the full picture of it. But we're talking about sex and sensuality and, and, and boundaries and touch and things as it relates to Black womanhood. I feel like that's not something that goes, that, like, gets talked about a ton you know or and if it is talked about it's not from our mouths not from our perspective but that's really what textured air is all about it's all the things that is concerning black womanhood from the perspective of actual black women which shocker we have thoughts on our own like lives and you know the way that we're treated and things so i wanted to have a conversation about lesbianism and sex culture in hip-hop but as it relates to lesbianism specifically you know, because I feel like there's a lot of, like, bars and a lot of songs that are, like, you know, girls kissing girls, like, eating people out. Oh, I got two girls, like, doing this and that. Like, people really love that and really gravitate toward that. Like, when it is, or and gravitate toward sexuality when it's, like, very conventional in hip-hop and they'll, like, allow women to be sexualized and sexualized in that way only when it benefits them, you know, and so I really want to talk about like you know the evolution because there there is also the conversation that people have about women in hip hop is like oh they they only rap about their pussies you know what I mean yes. and so I try to like sit and think back to like you know with all my knowledge and I say that using air quotes um of hip hop like where did that start when did it start you know when did this start happening because you know Roxanne Chante is a battle rapper. And, you know, the men were obviously rapping about that kind of thing. But I really am just, I was thinking about Salt and Pepper. Yeah, I was going to say, the start is really and was, Salt and Pepper. And, but, you know, but let's talk about thinking, sex and stuff. And I'm, I'm thinking about Salt and Pepper, but in the way of, I feel like, before then, you know, Roxanne Chante, battle rapper. You know, she's not out here performing at, like, the, um, you know... The fucking um she's not giving a performance she's battle no, rapping. no no but 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 she's battle rapping but also she doesn't have the same access that they got from this Roxanne Chante is not performing like her like hit singles on Saturday Night Live on late night television shows in sold out arenas but Salt and Pepper they were and so I really do feel like that was like oh ding 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 if I talk about this I'm gonna pop off and I feel like it really hit its stride in the 90s, you know, with Lil' Kim, with uh, Foxy Brown, Eve, even Missy Elliott. And, like, there were lots of women who were talking about that. And then in the early 2000s, we get Trina. And it's like, that's a whole different kind of conversation and situation. Like, I think of her song, Look Back at Me. I can't believe they used to play that on the radio. <laughs> they used to play Look Back at Me on the radio. But you also have to think but, about um, how um, explicit, what am I trying to say? Um, how the idea of like what is explicit changed and like what is considered, yeah. like what can be played on the radio, what can't. Mm-hmm. So you can also look back at, um, what was that lawsuit? That was um, Two Live Crew, right? When they had the lawsuit. Yeah, but that was, this was after that happened. Yeah. This was after that happened. The Two Live Crew was in the 90s where they, and if you don't know, like, the reason that um, albums have to have the parental 
advisory on the front of it was because of a Supreme Court lawsuit um, where people tried to literally ban two live cruise music um, because they said it was not family friendly, it was too explicit, um, and things like that. And they took it all the way to the Supreme Court and the compromise is like, okay, with the explicit albums, we'll just put parental advisory um, on the front of it. But it was a whole thing about like artistic freedom. And there's a really great like season of, um, what's that podcast called? Which one? It's a lot of music yeah, podcasts. Like, <laughs> Shit, I don't remember. The Black Girl Story uh, Telling? No. Or uh, in, is no. it an NPR podcast? No, it was like Spotify. Like Gimlet Studios did a whole season of their podcast. Uh, it was like investigative journalism talking about Uncle Luke and the Two Live Crew. And if you've ever heard a Two Live Crew song, you know that shit is raunchy. Wow. But even, if, even though it was after... Um, the idea of talking about sex, it really like, I think it like put the hammer in and like pushed it to get it out as to where like, it's really okay to talk about sex in some way. Mm -hmm. Like it, mm -hmm. it was, it made it more accessible. I think I'll say that. <laughs> it made, okay. it put it in a more accessible, um, I guess sure. like limelight. So, mm -hmm. yeah. But I want to know like what your thoughts on it are. What are your thoughts on like, sex culture in hip-hop are in general and about like the way that they talk about women and the way that they talk about like you know lesbianism in hip-hop and when it comes to sex culture yeah i feel like this kind of touches on something that we have had discussion on about like in well first from the lens of like talking about lesbianism i think the idea of female rappers now like saying like you know like wanting to have interactions with girls or kissing them, whatever, like potentially like that being for show and queer baiting. Um, so I think one, it's like a marketing tool, but I think two, I think it also refers back to also what we were talking about, how like, you know, when women would be a part of a, a group of like guys. And I think it was the idea of um, like, kind of like gangbanging, right? Um, I think that like, it also kind of trues back to that. But I think the way that sex is talked about um, from a female perspective is empowering for the most part, um, is like women feel like I'm in charge, I have a say in what I can do here, and it doesn't come from a more, I guess, submissive role where I think um, male rappers tend to put women in. Yeah, I think that's definitely like a really big difference. I feel like they always like want them to be submissive and like you're my bitch, and, like, I do this to you, I do that to you. It's always about, like, what I'm doing to you, but never about, like, what you're doing for me, you know? Right. But, but when you hear women rap, it's about, like, what I'm doing for me sexually, how I'm mm -hmm. pleasuring myself, how I'm using you to pleasure myself. You know what I mean? Right, like, I'm getting what I want out of this situation. It's not just about you. Right. Mm -hmm. um, exactly. As far as how women have been spoken about in hip-hop so like from a male perspective uh I, I think I said this in our like very first episode this that was kind of one of the reasons why I stopped not stopped but like I was really kind of turned off from uh hip-hop in general so like mm -hmm. a, again a lot of the songs were like you my bitch you mm -hmm. she, she be sucking my dick da -da 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 -da. like yeah like <clears throat> pretty much what you all were saying about what she's doing for him <clears throat> and a lot of it just wasn't in the most like appealing way to me so like that was one of the reasons why I did really like start to search for women artists um a lot more and like doing the work to find them and not just 100% be turned off from hip-hop but like finding other areas within hip-hop where I um see myself enjoying it see myself like see myself yeah. being, um represented as far as um, lesbianism in hip hop, uh, I think there's like two sides of the conversation to have. We can talk about it from when men, when male rappers are talking about girls kissing girls, um, you know, my bitch and all that type of stuff. Uh, we also have to add to that conversation that all of it is like femme based. Like it has to be like. Mm, true. It has Absolutely. <laughs> because no one is talking yep. about Young Yame talking about eating pussy. And the way she be talking about it, and I'm sure she eats it well. 
I but they not, know but they not, does. Okay, but that, but they not talking about <laughs> right. So we have to get yeah, at that caveat that like men are definitely talking about it from a femme base, like femme on femme um type of lesbian relationships. And then for the girls, I think there's two caveats as well because they're femme presenting girls who are, you know, saying all this, you know, text with a bi chick, da da da, all that type of stuff. And that is pre- perceived as like acceptable or like we'll let that lyric slide and no one like really cares or like no one really like questions their sexuality or like that adds to their like sexual appeal as to where. Um, someone who is like uh, more masculine presented if they are talking about women or talking about their lesbian interactions, there's kind of, it gets pushed to the side because people will be like, oh, well, this artist doesn't really talk about sex. And I'm like, well, yes, they do. They they literally have songs about like eating pussy and getting the strap. So um, I guess like theirs isn't seen as real or like true if that makes sense, it, it, it's not seen as valid. No, yeah, I feel like it's, like what you said, it doesn't, like, play into the fantasy, I think, um, of, from, like, a male perspective. It's, like, they want to think of femme on femme type of, like, sexual interactions. Like, they don't want to think about it in that type of way. So I think it's the fantasy is not the same. Let's, and right. let's talk and about the fantasy. What'd you say? I said, I want to talk about, like, the fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, of so when, when we hear hip-hop and we hear about, like, you know, sexual relations in hip-hop and we hear about, like, lesbianism in hip-hop, what does that fantasy look like that they're, that they're rapping in? Like I said, I think it looks femme on femme. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the only way people see it. That's the only way people accept it. It's... I feel like it's somewhat of a status symbol as well. Like when a guy has multiple right. girls and stuff like that, you know, he's the man, he that nigga, da 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 da. Um, I think even from the women's perspective, it's like I can pull both, right? I don't really like, know. You don't think so? I think when it comes to women and like lesbianism, it's looked as like they're doing it for their man or like he is dictating it even if they don't have a man like there's it, it's for male there's a male appearance. influence, yeah, there's a a male male influence to mm-hmm. it especially again if it's femme on femme um compared to like if it's not if it's like maybe a stud uh masculine presented and like feminine it's just kind of like brushed off so like th- that fanny doesn't exist like nobody cares like that one is strictly for those who are queer if that makes sense as to where the femme mm-hmm. on femme one can be for queer folks as well as um, straight folks. Because even, like, straight girls will somewhat fantasize or, like, think about um, girl-on-girl action or, like, they... Or people call them, like, like, fake lesbians and stuff like that, so... What what it looks like as far as sex, you know, in sex culture, in hip-hop, and how it's even evolved from the salt and pepper days, like, are we so far gone from, like, that now? Like, what does that look like? So far gone from what? Yeah, I was about to ask, what do you from mean? This, I mean, like, from the salt and pepper days. Like, has it gotten better? Has it gotten, like, what's the difference in, like, the way that women are talking about sex now versus the way that women were talking about sex in the salt in the days of salt and pepper? Because you hear men all the time using that as, like, an excuse as to, like, why these women are trash you know they don't rap like they used to with back in the day what's the difference then i think the difference is it wasn't as explicit yeah i was about to say it's, but it that doesn't necessarily mean that it's trash if that makes sense mm. so like i mean missy elliott is like a great example so many people will say like we're missing a missy elliott who doesn't rap about sex but missy elliott very much uh. has been rapping about sex um, since she started. I think what it is, is like, as much as the lyrics, it's also like the person, like what they physically look like, who they are. So, yeah. again, going back to like someone who's more mask presenting, people will say that they aren't necessarily rapping about sex because they don't necessarily see them as a sexual person or see them as a sexual being. So like when they are rapping about sex, whether 
they are saying pussy or talking about it in a decoded way, it does it doesn't seem real as or valid. It doesn't register compared the same. to someone who you see as a sexual being or someone who you see as sexy, like with their clothes or like their body shape mm-hmm. or you know the way they dance. And as they're talking about sex, you kind of you diminish it more or like people diminish it more coming from a woman because that woman is not supposed to like sex for herself. She's supposed to like sex Mm. for someone else for her male counterpart. And Mm. as these women are talking about it, it's kind of like, well, why do you like sex? So if we're going back to salt and pepper days, um, they didn't necessarily like have a sexual image. So them talking about sex, it was serious, but it wasn't as serious because people didn't see them as a sexual being. It, it's not until you can see the artist as a sexual being as to where, not the artist, the woman as a sexual being who is an artist and who mm-hmm. is talking about sex, that's when the conversation flips. And it's like, well, why Why are you enjoying sex? Why are you casually talking about it? Hmm. Yeah, these niggas do not want women to enjoy sex, like, ever at all. Yeah. And I feel like that's an even larger conversation about, like, interactions between men and women and when it comes to, like, uh, I don't want to say, like, maybe, like, consensual sex, like, and how, I guess, people, I guess, hold weight to it. <laughs> Whether that's, like, you know, how, like, you know, doing whatever with whomever or it's, like, you know, wanting to be with a special partner. I just think it's, it's interesting. Yeah. Well... All right, everybody. If you made it all the way to the end of this episode, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you guys in our next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of Where My Girl's At, brought to you by Textured Air, a brand dedicated to celebrating Black girl culture, past, present, and future. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a five-star review. It really helps. You can find us on Twitter at Where My Girl's At 2 and Instagram, Where My Girl's At underscore TH. Make sure you check out our other podcasts, Does It Hold Up, The Blacklist, and all the other content we offer on our website, texturedare.com. Until next time.